Welcome to Your Brain On by Salience Learning. I'm Karen Foster. And I'm Krista Gerhard. So, Krista, last time we talked, we talked about expectant trends for 2021. Um, and one that continues to surface and, and bubble up is, is critical thinking. What, what, are, what are your thoughts? I think it is definitely top of mind. If I reflect upon the majority of the types of projects that we've experienced over the last six months with the impact of COVID, we're all looking to define those skills and capabilities that are going to help us navigate these turbulent times. And critical thinking is definitely one that has creeped up to the top. It's obviously one that we've been talking about for the last three years. Uh, you, you know, we, we identified within, whether it was the World Economic Forum, the Future of Jobs Report, critical thinking being the number two skill that you needed to really thrive in the future, or whether it was McKinsey's report in 2018, looking at the, the overall importance of the cognitive skills like critical thinking, decision-making, creativity, creative thinking, et cetera, all of which is, are the core skills really helping us to drive our ability to navigate all the change that we're experiencing. So yeah, critical thinking, number one. Yeah, I certainly know my my skills at cr thinking critically have been uh, challenged <laughs> over the past <laughs> six to eight, nine months, uh, especially with all the change, like you said, whether it's working from home, kids working, school, remote school, managing and balancing all the the information that's coming in around COVID, all the information that we're inundated with personally, but especially in this professional world, I think it's it's really interesting to see the 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 bend towards hey wow how can i get better at thinking how can i get better at making decisions what is what does that really look like um yeah it's it's something obviously i've been passionate about for years and to that point i would say that a lot of the conversations that we have with our clients initially tend to quickly go to the importance of strategic thinking because it's so closely connected to strategic planning in the world of business and a lot of our conversations tend to be initially is, why don't we start with critical thinking before we move into strategic thinking? Maybe you could help uh, our audience think through the difference between critical thinking and strategic thinking. Yeah, no, it's a really great point and, and spot on as some of those calls I've been on and individuals across the life sciences, very, very attuned to strategic thinking, thinking about the goal, thinking about, you know, what, what am I going to have to take to get to where I want to go? What are the options? How do I weigh those options and so forth? So, you know, very strategic thinkers, right? Whether it's individuals who are in an L&D manager role or first line managers, or maybe individuals in the marketing area, right? That, that strategic thinking is, is kind of a natural bent for those in the pharma industry. And, it, you know, exactly you know stepping back a bit from that and, and thinking first about what is critical thinking um and you know in general it's it's inter it's interesting to me to talk about thinking um as you know with differences and nuances right between strategic thinking and the nuance differentiation to critical thinking and and i kind of equate it to um 
I used this analogy the other day of, of the various modes that we can transport ourselves on our legs, right? So, so, you know, we know we can hop or we could skip or we could walk or we could meander or we could run, right? We're very attuned to, you know, different kind of observable ways of, of advancing ourselves on our own two feet. It's, you know, we, we could watch someone you know, meandering across, you know, the, the, the golf green, or we could watch someone, you know, running towards their child coming off the bus and so forth. And, and we're, we're able to kind of distinguish those different types of transportation of, of movement of our bodies, because we can see it, right? We can see that meandering is a bit more, you know, casual and, and lackadaisical and, uh, you know, someone who's, who's bolting off a, a, of a, eight minute mile in a, in a workout to let out some steam, right? We can see that that's running. So what's interesting about thinking is that there's just as many different types of thinking as there are different types of walking and, and or transportation in your, in your own two legs. And it really takes a very nuanced analysis to kind of dissect these types of thinking because we can't see it, right? It's not like we can see someone bolting down the street uh, in their workout or, again, meandering down the pier and as they enjoy the, the, the outtakes of their, their afternoon walk. Um, so thinking is, it takes a bit more of a kind of a, a dissection to really identify what's cr critical thinking and what's strategic thinking. You know, and then, of course, there's all those other types of thinking, like creative and agile and entrepreneurial, too. But we'll get to we'll get to those in another podcast. Does that, does that make sense to you? Yeah, I think those are really great examples of, of how we can think about the process of thinking. Specifically, when we're zeroed in on critical thinking, we we tend to align ourselves with Diane Halpern and the, the definition of effortful continuous analysis and revision of one's thinking processes and output for reasoning, logic, and bias. It's almost the first step that we all need to take in this world yeah. in order to succeed and be good human beings, not just good professionals, but good human beings. We have to employ the concept of critical thinking. So, so Karen, what are some questions you would ask yourself when you want to think critically? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, and and you 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 captured the definition so clearly from Dr. Halpern. So the questions that you one asks themselves to test if they're thinking critically, which to your point is is if we back up, is is really the foundation of all of our thinking, right? Is asking ourselves, you know, hey, what am I basing my decisions on? What evidence am I relying upon or input? Am I categorizing and and bringing in to inform my decision making or form my strategic thinking right so you know a lot of this is is that process of asking ourselves hey have i thought about the other side of the equation right have i thought about the null hypothesis right so so those trained in in scientific inquiry or phd programs right this is really the rigorous thinking that goes on in those programs because you know, when we're, we're doing research or clinical research, we're asking ourselves, you know, what haven't I thought about? Or what if this failed? And what's informing my conclusions, right? Am I starting from a point of, you know, gathering evidence? Or am I starting from a point of, hey, this was the most recent experience I had, so I'm, 
I'm I'm prioritizing that recency of information over a whole population of information, right? So so asking yourself questions like, you know, how am I approaching this problem? Am I am I approaching it from a a neutral position? Am I thinking of the null hypothesis, the opposite of my conclusion? Those kind of questions, I think, are some some initial ones. What do you what do you think? The reason why I asked that question because it really does help to set up the difference between critical thinking and strategic thinking. So if we think about the way Forbes defines strategic thinking as basically the ability to know what you want to achieve, how you want to achieve it, you know, it's it's forming the beginnings of the strategic plan that you want to set forth to to perform and to achieve your goals. Asking those critical thinking questions first help to set you up for a more robust strategic planning process or ability to think strategically because you've thought about things from all sides. You've you've done the pros and cons, you've done the war gaming in your head via your critical thinking, and now you can you know, sort of carry that out in your ability to think strategically. Uh, so I think maybe to follow that up, what are some strategic thinking questions you would ask so Krista, I think that's a really great question. One of the things though that I challenge is when we think of strategic thinking, right? I, I, we also have to think about just the decision-making process that informs our strategic thinking. So in the sense that where critical thinking is gonna be the most helpful, especially for our audience, especially for those who are working in this volatile VUCA environment is in those decision-making process or decisions you have to make that don't allow you the time for long-term strategic thinking, right? So most people maybe on the call take, you know, a week or two out of their years to develop their long-term strategic plan. I would say the, the, the critical thing is absolutely valuable. In, that, in those environments as well, to your points of making sure that you've gathered the richness you know, of information and you've really thought critically on the evidence you're evaluating, right, to inform your strategic decisions. But where critical thinking is going to really sing is in the day-to-day decision-making process that all of us are inundated with in this very fast-moving, ever-changing environment. Because it's under those fast moving circumstances when we're most peril to brain bugs and biases as well. And it, it really, by embedding some basic critical thinking questions into your process, you're going to be able to make better informed decisions that, again, maybe aren't the long, you know, one year strategic plan kind of thing. But as that plan has to evolve and change and grow on a day to day basis, right? Those day-to-day kind of decisions is where critical thinking is going to be absolutely imperative. Let me ask you this, Krista, to what extent are you hearing a buzz about critical thinking from clients and hearing the need that individuals be empowered with the skills of critical thinking on a day-to-day basis? I would say that typically the initial request we get is for strategic thinking and strategic planning. And oftentimes we take a step back and we deconstruct the challenges that the learners are truly facing to uncover that the first step or the first area of development for our learners should really be with critical thinking. And once we have that conversation, 
it's like a light bulb literally goes off. You can see the facial expression on our customers' faces, obviously, that essentially says, you know what, we just didn't understand the differentiation between critical and strategic thinking. Now, when you describe critical thinking in the way that you have, I understand how that is the first step that we need to take. We're seeing challenges. This this may be a question back to you, Karen. What are the challenges that our customers see most often in their learner populations that are driving them to recognize the importance of critical thinking? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. And I think that so powerful because to your point, there's still this vague sense of what is strategic versus what is critical, right? Uh, critical thinking. So th the challenges are going to be ability to find the signal from the noise, right? Meaning under certain circumstances when individuals or representatives, field-facing teams, in-house individuals are unable to sort of filter the signal from the noise. That would be a situation that would perk my ears up to saying, hmm, you know what? Maybe would benefit from some critical thinking skill development. Um, another situation would be the probably struggle that may some team members might face in making decisions in the very fast time frame and fast conditions, right, of this day-to-day -day business environment. And and look, I think what's fascinating is, you know, critical thinking doesn't imply, right, we're going to, you know, sit back on our laurels and ponder the, you know, existential value of of every single decision for hours and days and hours on end, which would be prohibitive and not allow for <laughs> effective business engagement. But by teaching very specific critical thinking actions and tactics, learners can begin to apply those in this very fast paced environment and then theoretically would have better outcomes. So those are two of the conditions I would say. Definitely. And as you're speaking, some of the other examples that came to mind were when as a as a home office organization, a lot of times we're asking field teams, medical affairs, market access, field leadership, field sales, to go out and execute a highly complex task while not teaching them how to think about executing that task and what steps are going to be needed in order to achieve it. So for example, if I am a MSL and I'm uh, highly skilled and, and, and knowledgeable in therapeutic area A, and now I'm tasked with applying um, a new or acquiring a new set of knowledge re related to therapeutic area B, I have to do the same tasks, but the way in which I do them and evaluate how I do them is got to be different. I can't just blanket do the exact same things. I have to think critically about what skills and knowledge can I take from my previous experience and apply it to my new one in my new therapeutic area. The concept of critical thinking is the first step in this process of transferring your knowledge and skills to a new domain, situation, environment. And it's also what we're doing in the world of COVID, right? 
if I'm transferring how I engaged a customer in a face-to-face -face meeting live versus how I'm going to do it in a virtual setting, what are the things I need to think about? What are the things I need to do, say, ask in order for me able to be successful in this new environment? I have to think critically through that. We have to empower our folks to be able to think critically through these challenging situations. And I, I, I see it pop up on a variety uh, of elements, workshops, trainings, strategic planning sessions. We're all sitting around going, okay, we need to take a step back and we need to ask ourselves some serious questions. We need to be curious. We need to think critically. The glorious thing about critical thinking is it is a skill that is literally applic applicable to anyone, any professional. So Krista, you're talking about a ton of learner populations that critical thinking can apply to. Where can our listeners go to learn more? Great question. And we're really excited that this month we are working with the Healthcare Business Women's Association to deliver a program around using critical thinking to improve strategies and drive performance. Our program will be held on March 17th at noon, St. Patty's Day. So grab a green beer and come join us. Well, that that is definitely a party I am not going to want to miss. Well, of course, I, I can't miss because I'm thinking <laughs> at it. But our listeners can also go to www.hbanet.org to learn more. And, and of course, on saliencelearning.com, we have blog articles, resources on cognitive bias, as well as especially critical thinking. Thank you for listening to this episode of Your Brain On. Please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Krista Gerhard. And I'm Karen Foster. And we'll see you next time.